and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 6 of Kill la Kill. If you'd like to watch along, start watching now. So, based off of the preview from last episode, this episode will be covering a conflict between Sanageyama, the chair of the athletic committee, and Ryuko Matoi. So what we have currently going on is Ryuko is confronting Mikisugi over his association with Sumugu. So clearly, she's none too happy about this secret association. So it seems to me like Mikisugi is starting to tell fibs. So he he claims that this whole thing was a ploy in order to get Ryuko and Senkets to really work together. The reality that we know is that it was intrafaction fighting, and his intervention sort of managed to stop it. Of course, Ryuko still has a lot of questions that aren't being answered. So now Mikisugi is starting to give some answers. He works for an organization called Nudist Beach. Of course, despite telling the truth, Ryuko thinks he's just being obstinate, so she's just gonna, you know, leave and do her own thing. Even though he was finally starting to cooperate. Well, that's what you get for calling your organization something stupid.
So here we have an armored vehicle that appears to be transporting something sensitive to Hanoji Academy. And we have the captain of the sewing club, so I think it's safe to assume it's probably raw material, like life fibers. So as Sanagayama talks to the sewing club captain, it becomes clear that Satsuki wants to mass-produce a bunch of Goku uniforms. So the idea here is that initially Satsuki would have been against mass production because it would lower the overall quality. But Ryuko Matoi's intervention has sort of upset the apple cart, so now it would be better to have more Goku uniforms in total. So, interestingly, Sanagayama is gunning for Ryuko, despite Satsuki's insistence that the committee chairs sort of stay out of it and only watch. Meanwhile, Satsuki appears to be... Uh, suffering might be too strong a word, but... There are definitely some after-effects from having worn Junkets. So now we get a neat flashback here where Sanagayama apparently first met Satsuki. And by this point, Satsuki has already recruited the other committee chairs to her cause. So back then, Sanagayama was a sort of gang leader in the Kanto region. Satsuki appears to be the same as she is now. You know, rather monstrous and powerful. So this flashback sort of mirrors the conversation she briefly had with him in the present day. That whole, do you think you could sneak up on me bit. 
So ultimately, Satsuki enticed Sanagayama by offering him a chance to cut loose and fight in an arena where he could really put himself to the test. So now Sanagayama is sort of appealing to Satsuki to let him fight Ryuko. So Satsuki is sort of dismissive of Sanagayama. She tells him to go ahead and do what he wants and, you know, to see what happens. So by this point, I think she's already aware of what the outcome will be. And then there's another interaction between Satsuki and her butler. Satsuki smashed a teacup in order to sort of attack Sanagayama. And she did it with very little hesitation, and the butler says, you know, it's a shame that Teacup was your favorite. So, I wouldn't call it callousness necessarily, but the, the readiness that Satsuki has to discard even things she likes in pursuit of her goal is disquieting. And additionally, we have... For the first time, an interaction between Satsuki and her mother, Ragyo, through a phone call. So it seems like Ragyo was not entirely aware of everything that Satsuki's been up to so far. So interestingly, Satsuki's not watching the fight between Sanagamba and Ryuko. As she said, she already knows the outcome of the fight. So Sanagayama here is the first opponent Ryuko's had that wields a three-star uniform. And unlike all the other one-star and two-star uniforms, his is much more impressive looking, given that it transforms to a wider degree. So likewise, Ryuko immediately engages her Kamui and transforms. And it seems like Sanagama's um, a decent enough match for her, as he seems able to evade all of her strikes and counterattack effectively. So, even at what she describes as her full speed, Sanagama is easily able to keep up.
So now Sanagiyama reveals the true nature of his Goku uniform. With it, he's able to see all of these microscopic movements that Ryuko makes. And through that, he can anticipate the moves she'll make before she makes them. So, the other committee chairs are making the assumption that Sasuke didn't need to see the fight because she knew Sanagama would win, especially based off of this. So now Sanagama's really laying into Ryuko, and she's taking a lot of hits. So Ryuko has come up with a ploy of sorts. And Senkets recognizes that it's their only chance of victory. So Ryuko's chopped off a small portion of Senkets and uses the fabric to cover up Sanagama's eyes and blind him. So because of that, he can't see her attacks and therefore can't defend against them. So Ryuko is ultimately able to beat him and destroy his uniform. So, this is a significant victory for Ryuko. She managed to beat one of the committee chairs, which is no mean feat. Because this guy is a... You know, he's an order of magnitude above, you know, a club captain or something like that. So as Senkets and Ryuko are talking, you know, their their relationship develops a bit here. They, they have a greater understanding with each other than before. Because, you know, Senkets is like, you know, that kind of hurt when you chopped off a bit of me. And Ryuko is remorseful, but they both acknowledge that it truly was the only way out of the dire situation they had found themselves in. So now, Sanagiyama, having been disgraced, approaches Iori, the sewing club president, in need of a favor. And presumably after receiving the favor, he prostrates himself in front of Satsuki, begging for another chance.
So he displays his resolve to Satsuki in order to gain another chance. And we don't really know what that is yet. But apparently he's done enough that he's reasonably back in Satsuki's good graces. He's gotten a second chance, and now he's demanding a rematch with Sats or um Ryuko rather. Although this time Satsuki is watching. So there's clearly something different here, and his show of resolve has something to do with that. So he has a rebuilt Goku uniform. You know, Blade Regalia Mark II. Even Zenkets is aware that something is different than round one. So like before, they immediately default to the strategy of covering his eyes. However, this time, it doesn't work out too well for Ryuko. Even blinded, Sanagama manages to counter her perfectly. As the bits of cloth fall away, it becomes very clear that the favor Sanagama asked for was to have his eyes sewn shut. Honestly, when your ability to see is your strong point, sewing your eyes shut is a pretty strong show of resolution. You know, making a decision like that, I, I think I can see why Satsuki would give this guy a second chance. Especially considering how competent he is under normal circumstances. So, now Ryuko is being put purely on the defensive... So, Sanagama knows that he's got the upper hand here. And, interestingly enough, because he can no longer see, his other senses have heightened themselves to compensate. So, according to Satsuki... His Goku uniform is now amplifying all of his senses aside from sight. So it's a net positive for him to not be able to see. So given his hypersensitivity and his lack of a need to see anymore, he's easily able to body Ryuko. So Ryuko's trying another trick here, 
but unfortunately Sanagama sees through it. His senses are too good and he's too fast to fall for something like that, so now the beating just continues. So, almost by coincidence, Senegama's Goku uniform malfunctions and detransforms him. So, as Iori explains, this is no fault of Senegama's. Rather, his Goku uniform overheated. Satsuki is quick to reassure him that, you know, it's not his fault. He was literally just too strong for his own uniform. And fortunately for Ryuko, she's able to use this opportunity to escape with her life and her kamui. Otherwise, things would have been quite bad. So, like Senegayama, Ryuko is also more determined as a result of this loss. So Sanagayama and Satsuki sort of reconcile again. So it seems like we're almost back to a sort of status quo where he's back in Satsuki's good graces. You know, based off of this whole episode, it really seems like, despite the, the cruel and authoritarian front Satsuki puts up, she's ultimately fairly reasonable at least to those close to her in her inner circle
Alright, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.